Good evening, uh, boys and girls. Trey Hard and Speed Boys. Welcome to the only self-aware podcast that focuses on what Airsoft is really about, the bullshit and trash talk that happens between games. So grab a beer, pour a shot, and raise a toast for our host, Cole, the Airsoft Bandit. What up, fuckers? Corey of Guardian Tees. What up? Carl, BB, uh, Urban Media? Dynamics <laughs> Media. Dynamics Media. I need, oh, to, I need to read two thousand. I am Punk, and with us are guests, um, Breachpoint Productions. Uh, before we get into the show, let me go ahead and go over our sponsors real quick. E.g. Smoke Grenades, use ASAP15 for 15% off all smoke and textile products within the United States. Overwatch Tactics. Overwatch Tactics uses a combination of innovative storytelling and prop design to give you, the players, a unique gaming experience. Visit overwatchtactics.com for more for, for more info. And last but not least, KWA is KWA is a tried and true industry leader in AEGs and ga- gas blowback products. From Milsim to Speed QB, uh, KWA has something for every playstyle. The QRF Mod 3 it should be coming out here in the next couple of days, so uh, just in time for the holiday season. I think it already released. I it thought did. there release date was December was it, 12th. Was it the 12th yeah. or the 14th? Yeah, 14th. Either, it doesn't matter either way. We're past it. So yeah, the, the mod three is out and available right now. So go ahead and check that out. Now, without further ado, we got breach point. Uh, is it, did I say breach point? It so is breach point. It's yeah. breach point. Okay. Not Sorry. <laughs> I'm blaming it on, it's on his shirt. I'm all, yeah. It's right fucking there. <laughs> yeah we've got uh we've got zero max customs of breach point productions and a boy greg of breach point productions here to talk about the reopening of the mineral wells hospital ao which is very near and dear to my left nut sack i love that place what's going on boys same old same old how y'all doing tonight slowly waking up i tried to take a nap a little while ago after my cigar and it did not end well <laughs> It was uh well mainly because the fucking all the baby does is yell at me right now. Like I get home and I walk in the house and it's like his his mad time is from like seven p.m. to midnight. And so I come in the house and he just screams at me. It's he's he's really just fucking rude to be honest. I'm not really sure. I'm not what to share what to do with him. (laughs) Nice little Benadryl. Dude, something a little a little bit of whiskey on the gums. He's not a sauce. Oh yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there. But so I mean. I, everyone local, at least in my area, kind of knows about you guys, knows who you are, what you're about. But I'm sure that there are plenty of people that are listening that don't. Uh, we we surprisingly have like a really large following in Belgium of all fucking places. So that's fun. <laughs> but, uh, you know, guys, wh- where are you from? What do you do? Uh, what y'all about? So obviously, uh, two companies here. We've got uh, X Customs at Breachpoint, which um, work together on a lot of uh, different stuff. But uh Real quick, X Customs started off as a uh, like a custom teching company. Um, we started doing vending at um, BFW Adventure Park, and we ended up taking it over from someone um, because they just kind of left, and then we kind of got pulled into the retail aspect, which I really wasn't prepared for. And then apparently, we did a good job. People started contacting us and wanted us to vend for them, and. Slowly but surely, we've grown into a pretty decent-sized mobile store. I think we do a a decent job carrying all the right products to make sure people have fun at events. And then uh, we still do all the teching, custom guns, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, You've done all mine. I've worked on a few guns here. (laughs) So um, we build really high-performance stuff. And what sets us apart um, as X-Customs is um, we don't tell you what to use. We'll work on anything, and we'll make it high-performance. 
whether it be an escort system, an AEG system, gas blowback, sniper, you know, anything you want, we can make it high performance. And then Breachpoint Productions, uh, Greg and I started that. We had a, <clears throat> I saw a post actually, the owner of the hospital hit us up and um, I saw the post and, and contacted him. I was like, man, this would be like, like a bucket list place to play. And, you know, 15, 20 years, I mean, and I, I just saw pictures and I was like, I, ha I have to go. I, I need to see this in person. And then seeing it in person was, I mean, it was like even better. It was even better than I could have okay. imagined. Give, um, give everybody kind of an idea of what the AO looks like, because it is an abandoned military hospital, <clears throat> right? So it's a three-story VA hospital. Um, it's on Fort Walters military base, which was um, the height of that base was during the Vietnam War. So this house... Oh, I didn't know it was um, a VA hospital. No wonder it fucking went defunct. It was actually the first um, VA hospital to have a central air system pre-installed while it was built. It has, uh, what, two, three? Concrete walls. It was actually built in 56. Yep. And decommissioned in 72 or 73. So it's 100,000... That's a pretty short lifespan. CQB heaven. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's well, played it, there quite a few times. It, yeah. Mm. Well, it's 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 you run out it's of cool. Work. You run out of, of people and, and funding. If anyone, mm. just like the VA, if anyone's ever played Escape from Tarkov, it looks like an Escape from Tarkov map. Yeah, like, really. It, it's rusty yeah. and tiles oh, yeah. everywhere and busted. There's a fucking basement with a. There's also a room that has a fucking cremator in it. Like, there's you some peaked, there's some creepy shit in there. Yeah, he, yeah. <laughs> you peaked everything. So it goes. It's three it's stories. It goes from basement. Oh, <laughs> it goes basement all the way up to a roof. You can shoot off of. There's some surrounding areas. There's some woods nearby. Um, you guys have hosted in the past. You'd hosted a couple events. You did an Overwatch Tactics game there, a TCA game there, um, yeah. and then you the ownership of the property changed, right? So um, the people that we um, ended up, we, we, it was a really weird situation that we found out kind of like after, which was um, we were um, subleasing it from a sublease, someone that um, was subleasing it. So they had the intent to purchase it, but they were in a contract, um, like a yearly contract to purchase mm. it. So uh, during it, you know, some people may remember during the division game, the actual like guy who owned it like showed up, started yelling and stuff like that, and we quickly yeah, like, he had a really like, like a purple dress shirt and a vest on. It was a <laughs> <laughs> definitely out of yeah. He like he like came out and tried to make an offer you couldn't refuse. I remember that shit. We might have lost their feed. It's it's trying to kick in and out while we're waiting to get them back. Let's see what we can do here. Looks like it just froze. Oh no! Well, shoot, <laughs> dang. Oh, <clears throat> he should be able to just reset the link. I'll let him know. But in the meantime, on that, so just I'll just start talking about just kind of the personal experience I've had with the AO, uh, and then when they get back, Place we'll go over. Oh, there it goes. Hold on, they're back. Maybe. <laughs> there it goes. Hey, we got him. It wouldn't be one of our shows if somebody didn't. Hey, can you see my screen? I was going to play the KWA Insider video from the hospital. Yeah, yeah, we can play that in the meantime. Okay, here you go. So is that, is that us? Yeah, it's us. Yeah, there you it goes. Can you see it? Okay. Yeah, I can see it. I'll put it up in just a second. So uh, speaking of the Overwatch games, we actually had 
uh, KWA came out with Gold Wolf and rocked out one of their uh, their short films there that was pretty fucking sweet for that. We'll play that in a second. But there we go. Now that we got you guys back, keep doing, keep saying what you're saying. So yeah, so uh, they were they were going through the process of purchasing, and the owner came out, and we were like, um, "What do we do?" So we carted him away, and and you know assured him we finished out the event. There was no stoppage to the event um, or anything like that. And then uh, um, in contact, uh, they go down again. Are we still there? No, we got you. you, you it got may, we may just need to. Yeah, okay. we may just need to cut the video feed on you guys to see if it frees up the, the well, voice. When you go through to that, um, when you do the little break for the video, we're going to run inside where there's more stable connection. Tell you what, well, let's go ahead so, and do that now. We'll, let's go. Right. Yeah, here. Tell you what, Corey, throw it up, and I'll play that while we're waiting on this. So, okay. what you guys are about to see while we're fixing these technical difficulties, we apologize. <laughs> just kind of nature of the beast of these live streams is there was a, uh, at this overwatch event, they did. Whoa. Now my shit's cutting out. No, not the host. Yeah, no. Right. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm still here. I got a backup. Anyways, they did a video for the division. Cause it was a division theme game. So KWA sent out their media team, which is gold wolf, right? Gold wolf, LLC, gold wolf media. <laughs> And they did this little ditty, which was really cool. I know the sound's not playing right now, but just kind of give you an idea of what the AO looks like and kind of what you're dealing with. It's a long, tight hallways, multiple rooms, multiple doors. Like, this is a breach and clear fucking wet dream. It's um, definitely got Tarkov vibes. Dude, it's, it's, it's Tarkov-y as shit. There's, uh, there's uh, Corey and me going down being cool. <laughs> I want to play the part where, like, we blow up buildings and throw Molotovs. <laughs> yeah, <You're> right. <laughs> One of the things that I really like about the SAO that um, you don't see at a lot of uh, these kind of multi-level mount sites is the fact that you have tandem stairwells on either end of the hallway that go up. And so you can have two full teams go up, and you can get off on the second floor, the third floor, and the roof, and just be in a firefight down that hallway. And it's, it's really, really fun because you'll get up and not only so they, they would have things where like you would have an objective, uh, like a doctor, somebody you had to find or some kind of VIP or some kind of bomb. And it would be in the middle of these hallways and you'd be clear all the way up and you'd start going down the hallway and trying to check the rooms and clear the rooms. And then some just a whole fucking squad of dudes would just come and fuck on your face from the other end of that hallway. Mm. And then you get stuck You're in a firefight there, but it helps keep stuff from getting super stagnant like you get in a lot of. AOs. I know like Shelby is a really bad one. Um wasn't that the game also where they use green EG smokes as gas and you had to have a mask on in order yeah. so yeah, that was something cool. that did really well, which also helped gameplay flow. And this was a this was uh Overwatch Tactics idea to help kind of free up things was they they rigged it so that green gas was considered a chemical, and if you didn't have these in-game unlockable uh masks to wear, it killed you out and it blocked out that stairwell. And so it made it so you didn't have people just constantly getting in a fuck fest trying to get up some stairs, which I hate. And it bogs down the gameplay and it makes it just impossible to mess with. Um, but it was it was definitely a lot of fun. Uh, they do do weekend games on Saturdays, and I'm not sure if they're doing Sundays or not. I'm going to see if I can get them back in there. It looks like it's coming in. There we go. Hey. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah, going inside the house is probably a good a good get. 
There we go. The back. Hey. Way back. Yeah. <laughs> A little bit better now. <laughs> there we go. Like I said, it, it might. It, I know we had we had a very similar issue with uh, U.S. Airsoft with Scott Hallenbach, where he ended up having to cut his video feed because it was just fucking murdering his bandwidth. Yeah, I turned on um on low so that low definition, so that we try to, you know. I think it's working. Get a little bit. Of, yeah, I think you got it. There we go. Okay, so continue where you were. So where where were we? <laughs> yeah. So oh, just so kind of talking about the AI yeah. in general. So yeah, um, just to jump right back into it, um, we we've been staying in touch with the owners, um, and they basically were like, hey, you know, we're we're gonna give it some time. We've got some other you know um, things going on right now, so we'll let you have it for a little bit longer. And um, the cool thing is you know, we want to do some pretty drastic things out there. Um, some of the things we want to do would turn it into more of a like mount site. Um, so you guys want to build the on the existing AO. Yes. Absolutely. Um, one of the ways we, cool. we want to, to do that would be adding like um, probably like 20 Connex boxes out there. Oh. Wow. And that's then a lot. Oh, so you want to do, you want to do oh, some yeah. big dick building. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, well, no, we'll no. go bigger, we'll go home, baby. No, yeah. <laughs> if we're going to do it, might as well freaking go broke doing it. So if you guys are going to throw, so you say you want to throw in like 20 Connex boxes, you talking about like stacking and making like a grid or are you talking like kill house tunnels or kind of like, what's the, what's the layout mind's eye for that? Well, we don't want to give away too much, yeah. but, uh, but we want to create a little more access into the building. Because mm -hmm. we know, um, obviously, getting in, you know, we had the door rule, which was not extremely popular, but was kind of necessary because, you know, there's really nothing on the external of the building. You really, it's just the internal space. Um, and we want to take away the focus on stairwells and doorways. So we were, we were actually your... just talking about the stairwells and one of the cool things that Overwatch did, which was the green gas, the small micro EGs, yeah. used to clear those out. Um, cause it like, nobody likes getting bogged down and this is the biggest problem with Mount site CQB is just stagnation where you get stuck and you can't do anything. <laughs> See, and that's why, you know, when we approach these issues, we approach them as players, you know, how can we, you know, I've played so many different places and so many CQB facilities and Mount sites, you know, how can I avoid some of the common issues that those places have? I got to actually, I got a good question that may, maybe this is a good segue uh, in, into that is that um, because this AO is very unique, it provides a lot of challenges that other AOs do not. Um, and with the Connex box additions that you guys are making, um, we had mentioned that this game is like a Tarkov wet dream. Do you guys plan on doing any game styles along that, those lines or just unconventional uh, airsoft game types that um, maybe play to the, the benefits that this field could, could have? Um, or like, like basically are, are you guys planning on doing something kind of outside the box with this? Because I feel like this, this event, specifically or th this ao has the capacity to do some pretty neat things that you know are pretty unconventional uh in, in tandem with other fields we've actually looked into a lot of that stuff you know how can we not only market um some of the the stuff we love about the hospital and the stuff that 
you know, would make it fun for players. The problem is, you know, a lot of that stuff is really like kind of either admin heavy or, you know, we've got to make sure that we're making it to where, you know, and, and I hate to bring it up because we're more about the game than anything else, but, you know, the money is a factor and we have to right. consider that because we're leasing the property and um, there's, <laughs> it can, uh, it, you can't afford you can't afford to alienate any amount of buyers that would come in. So like you can't on just a regular Saturday game just say, "Hey, today we're doing this." Um, and the same thing with a lot of your events. Like, it, like as much as I love the idea of like a division game or like a cyberpunk or some kind of like themed post-apocalyptic idea, like you still need to take into effect that and that's not everybody's cup of tea, and you have to play to the majority, which I think a lot of people the- don't think about. One thing that left a really bad taste in my mouth was that DFW, the, the the previous person, would schedule these ops and you know put them on on weekends. Then and then he'd take the normal player base and then like force them to play this op. That, that and it would it would be like these weird, you know, real weird types of ops where the you know people are paying now more money and then they're not having fun. And it's like you know we we want to do like. Um, different things as far as like game types. So that's why we purchase like the bombs and stuff like that. Innovative props, make the games like, like we do the zombie games to kind of just have fun in the middle of the day. Um, mm-hmm. We do most of the time. It's, it's going to be like more Milson because it's semi-auto only in there. You know, we don't like having the full auto. So we want to keep it as semi-auto. We want it to be 400 FPS, zero MED. We want it mm-hmm. to be a, higher level of airsoft versus your normal type of play well so getting around to that let's just go through i guess this is a good time to go through kind of the rule set and like what you like some like fps limits you have zero med um like what does a normal come in check-in look like you guys have safety briefs in the morning like how if i'm going to come on a saturday like what's it going to look like so across the street from the hospital um we have a there's a little parking lot there it's trucker parking it's a huge lot huge lot um and we set up the X Customs tent, the Breach Point trailer. Um, we have a vendor on site for every event to make sure that, you know, whether it's an open play or whether it's an actual event, we make sure there's a vendor there. Uh, we do air fills out at the field. We do, nice. um, you know, every you know, full, full vendor setup. Full, full setup to take care of everybody. <clears throat> uh, batteries, chargers, generators. Um, some days if it's raining, you know, because the, the parking lot's outside, we might set up in the basement and then utilize the the upward structure um normally the basement's really not a huge attraction it's it, you know it, it kind of has like one way up and one stairwell so it's kind of not really the greatest so that we'll use that there's a big place down there to set up so people could come down there and set up all their gear and we have what like 80 or 80 people yeah, in there. Six no problem. yeah yeah so you know, we have plenty of space to, to house everybody, even if it's raining and stuff like that. Um, Definitely a multi-weather or all-weather AO, which is good, especially in staging. That is yeah. good. And then um, as far as the game types and stuff like that, like uh, the setup before that, uh, people will show up. We'll have a designated time. Um, that'll be, you know, on our BreachPointProductions.com website. We have tickets available for pre-purchase, whether it's an open play or op or any type of game. So you'll be able to go there, purchase your ticket, and show up. Uh, I will say, uh, what's the current weekend price looking like? So for prepay, the price is going to be thirty for the day, and then if you walk on, it's going to be thirty-five. However, um, 
starting off, we are trying to get more staff. So in the interim, we're trying to limit the number of players. So we're going to have a limited number of tickets for the soft opens, which are going to be in January and February. And then nice. in March, what we're planning on doing is like a giant swap meet, grand opening freaking party. And uh, maybe even do some, you know, ghost stuff. Little, little ghost hunts. Little ghost hunts. Look, look for the dead baby souls. They're living in the, in the hospital there. Dude, they're there. I swear they're there. Oh, they're there. So I, I want to get back to the uh, the staff. The reason why we're having to do the um, the, the cap, um, if anybody's local to the DFW area, you're welcome. And if you want to uh, be a staff member for admin, registration, whatever, if you'll hit us up on our website or Facebook page, um, I've got a few people already that have been, yeah, that have been, uh, uh, hitting me up. So once I get once I get a few more names, I'm gonna start contacting people and getting them getting some interviews set up. And this isn't this isn't a, a play. Hey, I'm gonna play a day and I'm gonna admin for a day. This is gonna be a paid uh, position um, that we got to have somebody dependable and and on it because we want to make sure we put a good product out for our customers. And uh, so we take that seriously. Well, that right. that makes or breaks local fields, and I feel like it's a big thing that you run into. Admin is, is a huge deal. You go to a field, yeah. and nothing annoys me more than an admin who's walking around with a pistol and like trying to play while they're trying to ref, or having a hundred kids out there and two admins who are not doing jack shit. And you get you get issues, you get arguments, you get gameplay gets stagnant, gameplay gets stupid. Um, it just it really well, the admins, one admin says one thing and the other admin says another. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Have, having no, some no kind of like structured consistency and cohesion is huge. Yeah. And I feel like Absolutely. the failing you get with a lot of new fields is they'll open up and they won't have the staff to support it. And the same thing goes for uh, the big events a lot of the time too. If they don't have a good admin structure, it just falls to shit. That's actually that was going to be one of my next points. It, kind of a group deal here is that first off, how so like how aside from the hospital itself and the surrounding area, like how much avail like um, available playing space is there acreage wise? Like if you were to give a ballpark guesstimate, like how big the overall field is, and then I'll get into the next question. Well, that that depends on what we're doing. Um, like we did the TCA event, and we had the hospital the acreage around the hospital and then across the street we had uh 68 acres of woods okay uh, wow now That's that huge. has changed and we also have access to another 100 acres wow. um that's farther up the road not 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 too far it's it's uh it, it would it would increase the size of the ao and we would have some logistical issues on getting people to and from the from the woods but there's 100 acres available and the 68 acres and then our our CQB facility. The actual, like, what, what would you call the Mount site, yeah? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, and the reason why is because you had also mentioned that you guys are going to be limiting players at, at, during the soft opening. So, like, uh, roughly, like, what what is the player kind of cap that you were talking? I might have missed it. Like, what was the player cap on the soft opening? It's going to be 60 players. 60 players total or 60 per side? Mm -hmm. A 60 total. 
Sixty-two. Okay. Um, the reason why I bring this up is because I've I've been kind of throwing around this idea, and I brought it up a couple times to different people who are running events. Is that instead of like trying to get these like multi-hundred people events and then have it flop because of poor admin staff and bad you know uh, game mechanics, that you know scale down, have fewer players, up the experience that they're going to be getting. Um, like for your guys' site at a hospital, doing a 24-hour game with 60 people and have it be like a survival event, that would be dope. Like, I would want to be in a fucking hospital overnight with like, and not knowing who people are and like, yeah. No, man, this is stuff I've been listening to our shit. No, no, this is stuff that I've been bringing. Like I said, I've been bringing this up to other people on the show, and it's like it goes in one ear and out the other. So I'm like, well, our our grand opening may or may not resemble something like that. Okay, cool. No, no, that's because like limited ammo, you know, limited players, like really making it more of an anticipation, and you kind of like that can almost add to the experience in and of itself. But I mean, nobody's really ready to have that conversation yet. Everybody wants to have five, 600 people at their events, which is cool. But like, if you well, increase honestly, our, our bit, site will not support that. Our, yeah. our site will support right. this is QB site, uh, a couple hundred guys, maybe 250 max. Yeah. Uh, but then we'd have to expand into the the outer areas like we've been right. talking and, about. And so. I, yeah, and I think I think that's a good idea because, like, I don't know, man. Like, you, I th- I think it's perfectly reasonable. I mean, even if you don't have that many people, it's perfectly reasonable to you know charge a good amount, especially if you're you know for all your costs, like you said, you know, you got to make money too. But you know, sell the experience as opposed to the amount of volume of people there. But you know, oh, we're having this all-out war. Well, yeah, but most of those games suck anyway. So, like, you know, instead of writing, right. like, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, and that that limited size but good experience will create good word of mouth advertising that will entice more people to want to come out there and play. So yeah, like, I think the initial first couple of events out there are going to be huge for word of mouth advertising. So yeah, and creating well, I'm going to brag on I'm going to brag on John a little bit on this. Um I'm I'm not I haven't been in Airsoft as long as he has um I kind of do a different part of the business than he does, but that's one of the focuses that he had was to make sure we maximize the the gaming experience for the player but right. and, but didn't sell it short either so he's he's um we we got a decent count on players and admin ratio and that's why we're trying to keep it low at the beginning until we get can get some more admins and make Have sure they trained properly yeah and, and trained admins um and and maximize the experience because that's at the, at the end of the day that's 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 what and john and i both are in the same camp on this we want to put out a good product and we haven't had as far as i know we haven't had any negative feedback from the hospital other than just regular bitching about I got stuck in a stairwell or whatever yeah. but yeah. uh and i think we put out a really good product and uh and i'm really proud of it and we're going to continue to do that so I mean, zero MED is pretty big too. I mean, you know, high yeah. plus zero MED um, is a. It, it, some people because they think they're prepared <laughs> and they're not prepared. No, you weren't ready. You weren't ready for that. No, I just I you know I I, I like to see more. I mean, this is just me because I you know I I get 
tired of the same game over and over and over again that you travel for and you know you get the same experience same dead space areas where like you just get gridlocked but like i i like the idea of you know smaller like i said smaller player count like figuring out ways to like interact with your enemy that doesn't involve shooting at each other you know what i mean like more i wouldn't so, say yeah. role playing but like you like you said like if, if it sounds like i'm already you know listening to your guys' conversations then like i i could probably pick up on some of the other stuff too but like having so some more things or yeah go ahead no i want you guys to talk so, about it because like i don't know i'm just talking on my ass but this is you know two different types of game modes that we used to run back when we were running games one of them was zombies we had literally everybody run into the hospital except like three dudes Okay. Everyone ran to the hospital and hid somewhere. And there's only, there's like 150 rooms, dark places where you can't see your hand in front of your face and people would go hide and we'd have three people. Okay. And they'd be the zombies. Their goal is to catch all the people in the hospital, eliminate them by shooting them. And then they become zombies. So you literally have to clear the entire structure, all 120,000 square feet just by finding other people. And as a zombie, you could get shot too. So the way that we made it work was the zombies would have a 10-second bleed-out, and they'd count out loud 1 to 10. So that gave the humans, if they had shot a zombie, a chance to run for it or stay in a defensible position. Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes you'd have these just long battles where the zombie just keeps getting shot, you know? And then more zombies, they'll hear the fire, and then they'll just start running in and running in, and it gets it gets crazy. And... I only think we had like what two or three times where they actually won. Like there's so many places to hide. It's just, even when you had 40 people searching for two, you, they would never find them. We this had kid, situations like, where a cupboard. Guy, <laughs> for real, like we had Literally. a guy standing in a room, just standing there. And it was so dark in the room that people would walk in, look, and then just walk right out. And the guy's just standing there like, Oh, just okay. I guess it's still alive. Right? Especially like the surgery wing. I'm sure you remember that one, Cole. Yeah. Well, I remember, like I said, I remember we, we were doing a game tap there one time and a kid like got in the cremator and nobody found his ass. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But he didn't shut the door and lock himself still, in there. But... Yeah, he's still gone. Yeah. Uh, we never we, find that guy. Yeah. Um, and then the second, funny. the second game type that we used to run a lot was um, the engineer game. And the way that this game operated was either me or Greg would be hidden somewhere in the hospital and we'd be armed. So one team had to defend the bomb site. The engineer, which was us, we were the only ones with the code to defuse the bomb. And this is an actual, you know, dual code, full-size prop bomb. Mm -hmm. So we had the physical code on us. So what had to happen was the good guys would have to infiltrate the hospital and they had two objectives. One objective was to shoot one of us, the engineers, to get us on their side, and then we would go assault the bomb and knock out the terrorists and defuse the bomb. And uh, real quick, we found out that once you know that hospital, we uh, killed so many people. We did <laughs> very we difficult. Had to let them up, actually, we, yeah, we, we had would, times we'd have to let them up and then just let them kill us because it's when you when you spend that much time in there. There's so many places that you just you you become a ghost, pretty much. Yeah, uh, no pun intended. It yeah. sounds like a lot of fun. I mean, I, I have seen oh, it's like, blast, Alphonse's videos of like, yeah, shooting people from like the top roof and just down like to the ground story dudes. And uh, 
Yeah, no, it looks like a really fun place. Oh, dude, the, the, the third story roof Ooh. on that thing with a sniper rifle is so much fucking fun. <laughs> you know, that's that's good video. We're not allowing shooting off the roof on open play. Now, during events, we may open that up, but as of right now, we're not shooting out of windows or off the roof. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah that makes so that with, makes sense for me. It makes so. good videos, but it yeah, looks really cool. It does. But for open play, it's a horrible liability. It is, and, and especially for, you know, when you're talking about um, insurance and and what they allow you to do as well. There's, I mean, everybody's yeah. seen the video of the dude falling off the roof. Yeah, the sniper. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can't have that happen. The UK yeah. seems like the wild fucking west when it comes to their field. Man. <laughs> they don't have OSHA. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we do have um, like rules that'll um, increase the gameplay. You know, like mm. if you have a force that's trying to assault the hospital and you have eight hundred windows. Obviously, you're going to wipe that force out um, immediately. You know, it, it's it's not a contest at that point. That's part of the the plan with the Connex boxes, so yep. where we can open that up a little more. Um, if there's more ways in and more ways out, for example, we uh, should I say something about the stack. Yeah. yeah okay. Sure. Um, yeah. We're we're looking at stacking some Connex boxes to where you can gain access to the second floor through a window from a Connex box. Ooh. That it's cool. not a doorway. I like that. You know, just not you know, a stairwell. Being not sneaky, a sneaky. So, uh, so we're looking at stuff like that to open it up more, and that's where what we we touched on that earlier about uh, stalemates and stairwells and 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 the, uh, the enemy is play not the, the place yeah. not flowing like it should. Uh, that's what we're working towards is to make the make the the AO flow however a, a squad wants to make it flow. They can get in and out. Um, Freely without too much resistance and still have a good time. Well, now, so another game we did was Stairway Heaven. Mm-hmm. And for that event, uh, for that game type, and we would run all of these events in, in one day. We'd run. It's like, so it, this, isn't, this isn't you guys just like drawing out of a hat and picking some random one. Like you guys had like this day, we're going to run this game mode, this game mode, this game mode. No, next Saturday, no, we we'd have, we, in the morning, we yeah, would, yeah. in the morning, we would be like, <laughs> okay, what do you want to run? <laughs> See, we, we'll start it off easy with a little TDM, you know, <laughs> get people warmed up in the morning, get everyone stretched out, you know, do a little TDM action, get them, get them going. And then after that, we'll come back and then we'll do um, one of our, you know, objective games, uh, hmm. um, Black Engineer, something like that. And then right around lunch, we'll do like a zombie game to get everyone having fun again. And then we'll go again to another type of objective-based game. And we're we're interfacing with the crowd too. We, you know, when we're coming back, we're we're asking them, you know, how are you feeling? What what's going on? You know, what type of event do you want to see? What you know, what do you guys want to play? You know, and then we'll we'll take account. You know, and it's. We're very player player centric, like I was saying. So we want to make sure that people get to play the games that they want to play, and people have fun when they come out to our events. Well, I, but like I was saying, the stairway to heaven game, just real quick, we would have it to where it's a vertical fight, not a fight at door stairwells, doorways, stuff like that. Where one team, all they had to do was they had a, a limited number of lives, and they had to defend the first floor. And then as soon as they all get eliminated. They, they move to the second, second floor. I did that game. The game, yeah, that's actually really fucking fun. Yeah, it turns a horizontal fight into a vertical fight. That's cool. We used to do games like that at the old DMZ. Yeah, where it was a two-story field. Yeah, and you basically had to clear out all of the first story, and then everybody would respawn up on the second story, and then you had to clear all the second, which was fun. So, yep. What what you were trying to, yeah. 
Oh no, I just was gonna comment on the thing where you're talking about like, oh, we'll do like a, a team deathmatch game and then we'll do like a theme thing and then we'll do at lunchtime a zombie game and get everyone having fun again. I was like, <laughs> wait. I thought the whole point was to have fun the entire time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What, was, what the fuck was that? Lunch isn't fun. Lunch well, isn't fun. The problem is people, you know, go out to lunch and then, you know, they're not having fun at lunch like they would be if they just stayed and played. But, That's right. You know. That's what he meant. By people people want to leave for an hour and then throw you know our numbers off. No, you know, here's the thing. Uh, make them work for their lunch. Here's how it's going to go. You're going to pay us to play, and then you have objectives. And if you don't get them done, you don't get to eat lunch, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll just bring stick it, you in the cremator. Bring a fucking cliff bar, you fucking poser, and then you know <laughs> if you're not gonna, yeah, and then and then then you get to put, go and eat lunch, and then you come back and continue to have fun because you pay for it. Yeah. So you guys, or, uh, you know, bring it into the hospital and fight a ghost over it. There you go. So you guys got the uh, the soft open is going to be when? Is it January thirtieth? That's going to be one of the uh, soft openings. Yeah, we have uh, January on our Brief uh, Point Productions Facebook page. We have a post up right now with three dates, one in January, two dates in February. Uh, the tickets are going to be um, going live by the end of the weekend. Uh, okay. We're going to put a post up once the tickets are live. Um, I've already got most of it you know, pre-written up on the website. I just got to you know, move the, the inventory um, to, to where everyone can, uh, can access it. Um, but okay. Once that's done... We're going to be getting uh, getting a post together for that, just to let everyone know. Hey, time to buy a ticket. Buy it, or else you might not have a chance. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to throw some quad leads at you because I'm definitely coming out. That's gonna be fun. You're saying January and February, right? Mm-hmm. Three okay. three uh, dates are scheduled. It's two Saturdays and one Sunday. Okay. Um, nice. Now, okay. So I know that COVID restrict. I mean, I'm bringing in the the deadly c word. Um, but like with COVID, are you guys having to overcome any restrictions uh, with your county? Um, I know different states and counties are a little bit, you know, different. No. Compared, you Texas know? doesn't give Texas a don't. flying fuck. Texas don't care. <laughs> it's the I should live down here. <laughs> I can I can tell I can. But tell the answer to your question is no. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was gonna say I know Texas does it a little differently with your guys' hospital So right down here we yeah, and if they and if they get the Rona, they're already at the hospital. So yeah, yeah. true. Probably gonna get the same service. There you go. And we have some uh, we have some syringes left over from the last uh, division game. So so we're good. Yep. You guys, so I know you get you guys are opening up for weekend games, normal games, whatnot. Um, do you have any event hosts who have shown interest in the reopen of the AO so far? Yes. I know you can't spill the beans too much, oh, yeah. but okay. And that'll be that'll be really a lot cool, of people I, contact us about that place. A lot, uh, definitely more this time than than last time. And I think um, people really have the bug to play there because they didn't get the chance to, or they didn't know about it. I um, love seeing the uh, the differences in different the different ways the ao is used from event host to event host is always really fun um yeah the difference between how overwatch ran it the difference between how tca ran it one thing i was curious about for outside of the ao and a lot of people probably won't remember this and if they do they probably have a mild amount of post-traumatic stress from it but uh greg are you are you busting out the beast anytime for uh for that ao 
<laughs> the beast has been retired uh, um, for those of you that don't know greg had a polaris that was armored the fuck up had fucking gun slats and had a turret on the top and it was the bane of everyone's fucking existence whenever d14 first opened and did one of their i, first I wish games. i had the time and the effort and the patience and the money to do that uh, that was an expensive venture man every time i would bring it out uh brought it out first well, the first real uh, op was BB Wars, mm. uh, the first one. And every time I brought it back, I would I would re I would re I would tear it down and rebuild it, and it would cost me another two grand in shit to <laughs> just tear it down and rebuild it again for the next one. So I was always improving it, and it was like a, a it was like crack. I, I couldn't get enough of it, and then finally. Uh, I just decided I, I can't I can't do this anymore. Cole, does that flex harder? Does it flex harder than uh, Derek's razor or what? It doesn't. It doesn't flex harder than the razor in looks of like cool factor, but it was a it was a fucking monster because it, essentially it was, it was a, a very effective weapon. It was a it was a plated up Polaris that you could shoot out of gun slats, but they couldn't shoot into, and That's it had a, it had a BB hose turret on top, and like this, the dude, like I said, this thing you'd roll. That, oh, I had, thing I had uh, eight rocket yeah. launchers on it too. Yeah, it got banned from events so fast. Like there was there was <laughs> no because there's no stopping had, you. You couldn't get close. I was running compressed them. air in it, and it was yeah, it was just total we total man. Three X custom <laughs> saws up there. <laughs> Yeah, that's, yeah. In yeah. fact, we used Maggie. Maggie was the BB hose you're talking about. We had Maggie up top. Oh, I love Maggie. Yeah. So for for <laughs> for people that I've talked about X Customs on the show quite a bit because you've built all of my guns except for the current one that I'm waiting on. Um, but like, you, the, you, your shit just fucks, man. Like, there's no getting around it. I've always I've always tell people I highly recommend, especially if it comes to a Sistema. I've got two that you've built. I've got a Frankenstein back there that you built. You built both my fucking snipers. Um, and the MCX I'm waiting on is the only thing, and that's a fat co custom, which is the only other person I'll trust to touch shit. But like, it's if you guys are in the DFW area and you don't know who Zero is, you're fucking up because they absolutely. <laughs> well, and I'm still using your old weapon, Colt. Mm-hmm. That was custom build. I saw the Conquest Avalon. It was it was nice to touch her again. I, what I gun was, was that? It was my original SMP build. Well, so it was it was originally uh, a GMP um, AG. And then I had him drop the Wolverine SMP into it, and it's a Gen One SMP, and it still runs like a champ. That thing. I ran it at Claps, he worked, dude. He worked on my um, TK forty five. Oh, okay. Now, one question I have about the AO, and because I, I saw it, it was posted up on some of the local pages. One of them being the uh, that Alpha Nerds uh, deal, which is a which is a big group, like a team group that likes to go out to events. How do you guys on normal Saturday games, this this ends up being a giant pain in the ass is when a big group or big team shows up and you get like 12 dudes that know what they're doing and just dick on everybody. Um, we break them up. Yeah, we, we break them up. We, yeah, we're not afraid to hurt some feelings when yeah. it comes to that. And Tyson and those guys, they they understand. They know. Yeah. In fact, uh, there's a couple of guys that were regulars for us last year. So Tyson uh, well, and and uh, Dan and and Jacob, um, mm-hmm. they they were regulars too. But Tyson and Holbert, this guy Holbert, he's a freaking maniac. He's an awesome player. But they were they were buds, and we would have to split them up, and we'd say, mm-hmm. hey, we got to separate you two guys because we're not gonna, you know, we got too many new people, you know, whatnot. So they're, they're uh, we haven't had anybody really give us a hard time about that, but we're not afraid to do it. 
Yeah. Well, it's, it's, that's it's a-, a lot of times when you have younger or inexperienced reps, they'll, they'll, you know, we obviously we want people to play with the people they came with, mm-hmm. but if it's causing right. a deterioration of the, of the overall experience to our other players, we put the experience of everybody up front. And what would you rather do? Have fun and, you know, shoot at people or, you know, we don't want people to get, you know, just shot up all day and, and sit and respawn. Well, and there's a lot of these guys that get it as well. And they'll take some of these younger people that we get because zero MED is fucking scary yep. for a lot of these younger guys that come in. Well, some of the older guys, too. Um, so they'll um, they'll they'll take them under their wing and go, look here, you know, stick with me. I'll show you the ropes until you learn the building a little bit and, and show you where the, where the, the, the bad juju is and, uh, and just kind of help them out, which, which is a team building exercise. And it's also uh, good for both guys or girls. Um, yeah. I think growing well, as, a, as, a, as a player. One, one of the things when people talk about airsoft is like a community or as like a group uh, is they, and they, they so often leave the field and field owners out of that equation when I think they're more important in a lot of ways than the player base is as to building a culture around like having fun with the hobby because you'll get these fields that either don't care or they promote toxic teams just because they bring them money or because they bring in big groups and they cater to them instead of like actually trying to help um, and certain you know, places, you know, yeah. there's, there, you know, and the elephant in the room is, is obviously speed soft. Um, mm. We can allow that. Um, we like those boys. <laughs> but, you know, but we're, we may limit um, their rate of fire. We may limit, you know, their, you know, cut them down a little bit. And stuff. Well, I mean, well, if we, we had, had to, well, if we if had to do my that. only, then, I mean, then. Yeah, the semi-only people have double triggering and and shooting 27 rounds a second on semi-auto. I'm gonna have a problem with that. You know, you're you're specifically trying to cheat the rules at that point. You're yeah, you've got you've uh, and this is something that you don't see enough. And I I always preach is you've got to you've got to hold player accountability. They have to like if you're coming around a corner and you see some kid that's looking the other direction, just tap tap in the the plate carrier if you can. Don't just walk up and shoot him in the fucking ear. I don't know who that that whatever that that yahoo was who did the drone work for the apl he kept posting up all these videos of him like he ran like into the spawn and shot a bunch of kids like right in the fucking ears and was like oh they're just being little bitches about it it's like no man you're you're being a cocksucker and you need to understand that you're being a cocksucker luckily we had the majority of the community as a whole like recognizes that and is a pretty good job of um, excommunicating or like dealing with their own. But it's nice whenever the field owners take a point because D14 had an issue recently with a kid who I, I, I've met this kid multiple times. I've chopped up with him, his dad and his little group, but they they very clearly had become a problem and they caused an issue to the point where they had to ban the kid for a period. They didn't ban him for life, which I think was the smart move. They made a reprimand. They banned him for a certain amount of time because they also need to remember that these are these are dickhead 14 year olds. I was a dickhead 14 year old. I remember yeah, I being like sure. that. I was going to say, there's cocksuckers playing on all types of airs. Yeah, stuff, there's, there's right? adults. There's, 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 there's some real cocksuckers yeah, on both with, sides. With the younger kids, I think, especially with teenagers, I think there needs to be, and it's, it's good when the owners and the field runners understand their player base and they pay attention to this is a good kid. He just needs a little bit of guidance. Sometimes you just got to smack on the back of the fucking head and be like, hey, you can't come out here for another month. When you come back, we're going to watch you very closely and we're going to make sure you're doing what you're supposed to do. But the boogeyman exists in every hobby. There's going to be a, this is the hated sect or whatever, um, as per anything. And, and, you know, for the longest time it was, 
it was GMR and the GMR fanboys, and everyone was all pissed off at that. And now it's starting to turn into speed softers, you know, and then people are starting to hate on that. You know, you're going to have waves of, of you know, um, of pressure, especially on newer players, to play certain play styles, whether it be Milsim, Speedsoft, you know, I build Speedsoft guns all the time, like literally all the time. And I don't have a problem building them, but, you know, it, if we see the place, like we've, I had a specific issue at the hospital where um, a player was really heavy on the trigger and, you know, basically pre-firing as fast as he could around corners and hitting me as the ref. And obviously if, if you can't differentiate me Covered in red LEDs, when you're spraying around corners, then Look obviously you're going to be right. Like, I mean, it, that's a problem, and it's not the fact that he was a speed softer. It was the way that he was a was playing we're specifically, playing. Yeah. and that we, you know, we're going to take people back like that. And then he'll put, you know, twenty rounds in you before he even realizes you're admin, and that that doesn't sit well with us yeah and like i said and i I like the fact that you guys make a point of that because like i said it's it's one of those things where a lot of times you just gotta sit down and talk to them just chat with them be like hey you need to understand what you're doing is wrong you need to understand that this needs to be corrected reprimand moves forward nine times out of ten they correct their behavior if they don't then you take further steps there's the one guy we had we had to dial him back because he was he was really quick on the trigger and he would he would he would tap somebody about 20 times before they would call their hit because they were so shocked and being a zero MED, um, that, that happens a lot. So we, we talked to him and, and he was really cool about it. So yeah, yeah. you're, you're right. He's, he, he dialed it back and it was hard for him, but he did it. Yeah. Cause and, it's, uh, that's one of the you things know, you run and everybody into everybody else now. had a good day. That's a big thing you run into yourself right now that I'm seeing is this this uh, this mass media lynch mob that pops up on a certain player. Because like I said, there was that there's I'm not going to name the kid, but there's that issue at D14 where a kid got banned from a specific like I don't know if they're a team, but like a group um, that's on Instagram, and they're they're not bad kids. They just they're just dickhead 14 year olds, and they need somebody to talk to them. And what some people may not realize is they played at at D14. And, uh, sorry, at D4. D4. Um, several times and posted a similar video but if you notice in our video there was a lot less rule breaking and it's you know we we try to pay attention to the way people are playing and we try to limit the stuff that's going to later on become a rule break you know where we're trying and and people contacted us a lot of people contacted me in regards specifically to that player specifically to the video I had already seen specifically to the thing I already addressed and already mm-hmm. fixed. We were already on top of it. Like, and it, well, and, and that's, that's one thing. That not, I'm not, I'm not holding D14 to fault for it either. Cause they can't control everything, especially when you have a player base as large as theirs is. And like, you're not going to be able to see everything and control everything. They're not omnipotent. I think they handled it in a good way. And I think that there needs to be more of that. Cause there's in the past with airsoft and with fields, there's been too many times where a player will do shit like that and they just get away with it and then nobody ever addresses it and then it kind of creates this animosity and it creates this like really toxic subculture within the group but it's cool that more and more people are starting to like pay attention to that shit there's also a difference you know when when me and greg are making the um the 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 decision to be on the field for every game you know we're we're out there um we are directing the refs directly we are making sure that they're being held accountable um right and that they know the standards 
Yeah, yeah, we're really, we're really lucky, or at least I'm really lucky here in North Texas. We've got so many good fields to choose from. It'll be really fun in 2021 Must once I can nice. get the fuck, yeah, be able to get the fuck out of the house. Because <laughs> I can go to D14, which is dope. I can go to DFWAT for like little bullshit games, or I can go to Mineral Wells if I want to like really put my dick to the dirt and move. So it'll be, I'm, I'm super excited to uh, be able to, because there's just so many different play styles I can use moving forward. I can't wait to lose weight again, climbing those stairs 3,000 times. Bro. It's bro. You it's, get your steps in, admin in that damn game. I That's bet. my steps. My one of my favorite things at that AO is when I hear kids are like, "I want to go into the basement," and I just think I'm inglorious bastards. I'm like, "You don't have to be Stonewall Jackson, and no, you don't want to fight in the fucking basement." And I always end up in that fucking basement. <laughs> it's such a draw, you know, you, man. It's, it's you just were cool. It's a cool place. When you were mentioning uh, vertical firefights, I'm like, most kids playing airsoft are overweight as it is. Good luck with that. <laughs> Dude, a lot of people it's amazing well, we're doing how, <laughs> it's it's amazing how little airsofters understand verticality firefights at all like you'd be amazed like how many times at dmz i've shot people yeah lower floor or above them and it's just hilarious to me like well, the, it's, gr- the greatest example well, the, is what D, at a d-day adventure park at broken home one year where i watched samurai matt matt washington take on 12 dudes just because he put his dick in the dirt and laid down and they wouldn't look down and he just fucked on like 12 guys. Like it was nothing from different angles. They were all around us. And I'm just sitting with a dead rag on just watching him just roll side, roll side. He's in the open, just in some tall grass and they could not figure out where he was. And it was the funniest shit I've ever seen. You see some really interesting um, things that guys will do that, that you, to, to us as, as people, now I'm no expert, but that have, I played that AO a lot. Um, you just get in a, a spot and sit there and just murder people, and they have no idea. They because they didn't look left whenever they came around. That they didn't clear left. That's it. That's it. Everybody clears right, and and they don't clear left. And you're like, you're just killing you. You're stacking bodies right there. The other thing people will do is you'll shoot them from one spot, right? And then you'll you know you shoot and move. That's how you stay alive in a firefight. Shoot and move. So. You know, what I would do is I'd engage, and then as soon as I took out people, I would immediately, you know, retreat into another position. Every single time, they would attack where I just was. And I'm obviously watching where I just was. And you should be like, your hole. <laughs> well, so we're, get, we're getting close to kind of the wrap point here. So I want to go over a couple of things. Number one, where can everybody find you guys? Number two, go back over the soft open date, pricing. And I'll have Punk see us out, I think. And do it. We'll sure. do some quick plugs too, real yeah. quick. So uh, X Customs Airsoft is going to be uh, xerocustoms.com. Um, that's going to be our online store. If um, we host um, our store at a lot of events, uh, Real Sim uh, is coming up soon. We're going to be vending that event, uh, Wargame Oklahoma, uh, Overwatch Tactics events, Breachpoint events. Uh, and then we host our every first and third Saturday at DFW Venture Park. So the facebook.com slash zero customs, as well as facebook.com slash DFWAP Airsoft uh, are going to be the two main pages for that. For Breachpoint Productions, we have breachpointproductions.com, which is going to be where you could purchase the tickets to our soft opening, as well as the grand opening games and any games we have in the future. And then that's also facebook.com slash breachpointproductions. Cool. And what's the soft the opening date what? and the price? Oh, no. he, he forgot. He forgot a thing. He forgot the thing. What the, the thing? What the division thing? Oh, that thing. 
What's that thing? Yeah, there is a. Don't don't you? Well, we got the division thing coming up. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so again, sweet. <laughs> so um, we are in the planning stages um, for an event that is going to be division themed because everyone. And I mean, everyone wants to know about the division game because I got nothing but a full message box about the division game. <laughs> so we're going to be hosting another division style event. Um, it may be Schmish Mission or Division, um, depending on you know certain things. Whether it would be something going- for that big old the big old <laughs> copyright stick. <laughs> yeah. So it depends on that. But um, we're looking to do something really awesome, really dynamic. Um, in the North Texas kind of area ish, 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 ish. Um, it may be somewhere you know, it may not be somewhere you know. Um, but stay tuned to Breachpoint Productions. Um, once we, you know, post up the information on this, it's it's definitely going to be something that's outside the box. It's going to be something that we want. You know, the last division event was we, awesome. Was awesome. We tried to do something specific, which was take, you know, a game and, and kind of turn it into real life. We want to move forward with that. We want to continue that mm-hmm. and uh, throw on another really, really awesome. Put another layer on the division one bit and, uh, and make it more better. Nice. Well, thank you guys for coming on. Uh, as always, it's a lot of fun. Hopefully, I'll see you guys on the 30th when you run everything. Um, punk, baby, darling, right uh, after Carl's done. He was just I, I, I want to do a couple of plugs. <laughs> Eric, do you want to talk about like Slaughter real quick and where people can find you? Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, the slaughterproject.com. Um, if you guys have been seeing the slaughter patch around your field, um, Awesome. Send me some pictures of it at the Slaughter Project on Instagram. Um, just Slaughter Project at Slaughter Project. So um, send some pictures over there. I actually got hit up from California today um, asking for wholesale. We've been getting uh, international orders left and right. It's been getting crazy. It's been growing pretty wild. 2021, we're going to be having apparel coming out. Punk Apparel is going to be making a big comeback. Um, I'm, I'm really going to be driving the point home on selling merch this year. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, there's there's a need. I mean, people people have been asking for it. I'm kind of like you in the division game. Like, I got an inbox full of that shit. They're like, <laughs> so, um, and that'll hopefully get me to travel. So, um, you know, we can get COVID under control, so I can fucking leave this state and play some goddamn airsoft. That'd be f- well. We got COVID under control out here, so so there's that. You just yeah. bring it bring it this way. Cool. Well, and the yeah. other plug I wanted to do is uh. Milsa Mama Kate has been running our Discord. I appreciate that, Kate. And I just, mm-hmm. if you guys want to join a community of other nerds in this podcast stupidity, um, you can find ASAP Podcast on Discord. Um, there's links to that over on multiple social media websites. Um, that's pretty much it. And then, oh yeah, my personal Twitch is Twitch TV slash Kirby GGB. I do games i do uh teaching of videography photography stuff like that um as well and my media page is dynamics media so what's up punk no i was gonna say um coming down the line aside from um we got soundcloud we got uh itunes 
um we do itunes right yeah so if you if you follow the soundcloud and like the soundcloud it goes across everything and you'll be caught up on it cool so yeah head over to our soundcloud and uh and uh sound, yeah, soundcloud and itunes for all of our past episodes uh be sure you follow us on uh instagram and facebook uh we also um we're going to be coming out with some new content we're going to be coming out with some new shows um yep uh myself uh luckily i've been able to come on these last two episodes normally i'm not um i usually do more producer stuff on the back end but um in the meantime while i'm on my current day day job work shift which is swing shift uh i'm going to be doing a separate thing under the asap name um with a working title of alone time with punk so um Ooh, that sounds that, good. gonna be fun yeah yeah, so uh, one of the things I used to do was the uh, Punk Strunk Airsoft review. I think that'll be coming back under Alone Time with Punk um, as one of the segments that I'm going to be doing. But um, that is just to be pushing out more content for ASAP. So um, expect nice. that from us as well as I'm pretty sure uh, coming down the road, we're going to be doing a little bit more collaborations with some of the other media-centered uh, personalities in Airsoft. Not the more popular ones because, like, you guys get a fuck ton of that anyway. So, like, let's get some of the new guys up and running. So um, we're going to be doing some stuff with probably Random Guy Kev, uh, maybe Kaber, um, other folks like that. So uh, keep an eye out for that in 21. Um, are we going to be doing Is this the last show of the year? Uh, uh yeah yeah oh wow well fucking hell uh happy Nothing burned down my god uh happy holidays uh you know happy <laughs> figure to you guys um thank you guys for coming on thank you guys for doing your plug uh cole do you have anything to plug before we take off man i don't sell shit cool um yeah if you want to hit us up in the dms of of the instagram or facebook um try and get us some of our stickers the the logo you see up in the top right hand corner that's what the logo looks like so that's what that's what the sticker is so and on that note uh raise a glass both listener and host as we toast to you filthy degenerates and rejoice that this dumpster fire has finally come to an end another serious airsoft podcast is based around a terrible idea that people actually want to listen to grown men talk about toy guns and their adventures using them and with the lack of follow-through airsoft just exude it's a fucking miracle we made it to whatever episode we're at now if you like what you heard great let us know if you don't keep that shit to yourself because we don't do constructive criticism remember to call your hits don't let the admin see you drinking and we'll see you next time Cheers. cheers